Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today because we're starting a new book as we're studying verses uh, in uh, the epistles of Paul, verse by verse through these letters. And today we're going to look at the epistle of Paul to Philemon, just a short uh, letter, just one chapter, uh, 25 verses, and we'll look at it together. It's a great story of redemption. Thank God for this book of the Bible and all the things we can learn as we read through it. We can see a lot of what Jesus did for us and what we ought to extend to others and thank God for grace. Amen. Hope you're having a great day today wherever you are. The sun is shining. Uh, the clouds might be out. The birds are singing. Maybe they're not. Maybe it's cold. Maybe it's hot. I don't know, but I know this. God's on his throne. God's been better than good, and you can trust Jesus every step of the way, and I hope that you're enjoying the journey, the greatest day you ever had, the day you got saved. But can I say, there's going to be a good day, glad day coming, an even better day whenever we get to see Jesus face to face. You know, it's funny. I say it all the time, but I just want to repeat it. Maybe you've never heard me before, and this is the first time. Your best day lost can't even compare to the worst day saved. My worst day being saved is better by far than the greatest day I ever had as a lost man. I've got a home in heaven, a mansion on the streets of gold, uh, Jesus, I'm a joint heir with Christ, God's my Father. Thank God, saved to the uttermost, and I'm glad for that fact. Now, as you're finding your place in Philemon, it's right before the book of Hebrews, I'll uh, invite you to visit Help for Today. The web address is Help for that's the number four help for today.org now if you'll visit help the number four help for today.org you'll find there free articles and ministry resources just for you we've compiled uh, these and we compile them daily and all of this is put on this website help for today.org and you can use it we want this to be a blessing in your christian life the purpose is in the name is to be a help and there are articles for every aspect of life and ministry and articles for the media the the, the choir ministry, the Sunday school, the bus ministry, on the home, married couples, single adults, young people. You'll find current events and stories regarding missions. All of these things, music articles, are combined and placed on this website. So if you've yet to see it, I want you to visit helpfortoday.org. Also, you can subscribe by typing in your email address on the website and hit subscribe, and that's a free thing. It just puts you on the mailing list, and you'll get a free article sent to you every day in your email inbox. All right, let's look at Philemon now, verse number one. Philemon, Paul says, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother, unto Philemon, our dearly beloved and fellow laborer. I'm hung up already in this first verse. Now, if you're a regular, routine listener to Striving for Revival, then you know Brother Cooper gets hung up on statements, phrases, and verse in these verses. And I've already seen one that's got me hung up. I almost used bad English there. I about said got me done hung up. My English teacher would have come back from heaven and whooped me just right now. But anyway, look what it says. Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother. I want you to notice what Paul calls himself. A prisoner of Jesus Christ. What an amazing word 
picture that paints a prisoner. When I think about a prisoner, I think of one who, of course, is not at liberty. I think of one who is restricted. I think of one who is bound. I think of one who maybe even carries a certain amount of stigma from society. I think of one whose life is sort of out of his control, and now it's under the authority of a higher power. He's in a place. He's now wearing different clothing. He carries a title that distinguishes him. Paul is saying, I am in bondage. I am captured. I am restricted. I am wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Now, we would think of a prisoner as being something negative, but Paul is using it as a, as a ginormous, a gigantic positive. He's saying, hey, I tell you what, I love Jesus so much. I'm going to give my life to him. I'm going to be a bondman for him. I'm going to be a servant to him. I'm going to be captivated by him. I'm going to be wrapped up in him. I'm going to be a prisoner of Jesus Christ. He'll set my schedule. He'll set my dreams. He'll set my desires. He'll set my motivation. He'll decide my course in life. Everything I do, I'll do it with his authority hovering over it. I'll be in submission to him. I I am his prisoner, not under protest, but willingly, gladly, thankfully, I lay myself down. Paul said in another book, Romans, he said, I'm a living sacrifice. And now he's saying, I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I wonder what kind of a difference God would make in our life and we can make in the life of the world around us if you and I would also say it from a pure heart, say it with intentions of living it, that we are a prisoner of Jesus Christ, that everything we have, it's under his control. Everything we are, he has the lead. Where we go and what we say and what we do and our job and our thoughts and our actions and our words, our deeds, everything is brought into captivity. It's restricted, if you will. It's bound up in Jesus and who he is. Now, if you're listening to me today and you're lost, that sounds so unreasonable and even maybe insane. But to you and I who are saved and know how good it is just to know God is your father and that Jesus has saved you and have escaped hell and wrath and judgment by his grace. Can I say it's not a hard thing to say it? It ought to be a, a thing we're quick to say. I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I thank God for those throughout the years who've reckoned themselves a prisoner to Jesus. I'm so glad that William Carey was a prisoner of Jesus. Thank God for his mission work. I'm glad J. Frank Norris was a prisoner of Jesus. Built those churches, one in Fort Worth and one in Dallas, and he would take his, a train from First Baptist in Fort Worth and ride up to Temple Baptist there in, uh, in, uh, in Detroit. So I said Dallas, Temple Baptist in Detroit. And he'd pastor those two churches back and forth, back and forth. I thank God for that. I thank God for those prisoners of Jesus Christ. I thank God for those who've given their all. I thank God for Adoniram Judson and men like that. I thank God for Fanny Crosby who gave herself to the Lord, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and gave us all those hymns, some nine to 10,000. I don't know the exact number around 10,000. Can you imagine that? 10, not 10, not even 100, but 10,000 
gospel songs that she's given us and we sing blessed assurance jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine why because she was a prisoner of jesus christ i thank god for billy sunday a prisoner of jesus christ and george whitfield a prisoner of jesus christ and i thank god for a lester roloff or a lee robertson or a oliver b green or a john r rice i thank god for that a tom malone a prisoner of jesus christ i thank god for the sunday school teachers that influence me. I got saved later in life, but I went to church as a young person. I'm glad for those who taught the children. I thank God for those preachers that nobody knows about, but they're out there pastoring. They put up with slander and scorn and small crowds and small pay and little recognition, yet they preach and they pray and they study and they labor. Why? They can't help but do it. They're a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I thank God for the bus workers that get up early and stay late and they put up with a bunch of mess and they get uh, out there and they serve and they walk through mud and they're out in the rain knocking doors and they're lining up kids and they get cussed and dogs bite their ankles yet they go and they go and they go and they run those buses and they're on those buses before the rest of us are even out of bed and they're out there picking up children to bring them to church and then they don't get their Sunday afternoon nap because they're dropping them off I thank God for them you see why do they do that they're a prisoner of Jesus Christ thank God for that thank God for those who'll sell out and serve and be surrendered to Jesus Paul starts out this very uh, this Now, listen, Paul was literally a prisoner, but Paul's spiritually also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. He was a prisoner for preaching Jesus. He took such a bold stand. He suffered the consequences of a bold stand, and he was put in prison. He didn't back up or apologize or blush. He just kept preaching the Bible, and he got put in prison. But spiritually speaking, he was also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. He couldn't escape him, and he didn't want to. He couldn't get away from him, and he didn't want to. He couldn't get free of him, and he didn't want to. Every thought, every action, every motive, every aspect of each area in the apostle's life, he said, I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. Now, I wonder what kind of a accolade or title you'd put on your name. I wonder if you could bear this one, a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I'm praying today that God will help us to submit, to surrender, to lay our life as a living sacrifice daily down upon the altar of the will of God, and to say it with Paul, I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.